Hi everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, Loving Courageous. I'm your host, Demetrius. And today I'll be talking about Carly Russell, the nursing student that faked her own kidnapping. So on July the 13th, Carly was driving home from work when she said she saw a child in a diaper walking along the highway. So she decided to pull over and call the cops. After talking on the phone with the cops, she then called her sister-in-law. And she was on the phone with her for a short amount of time before her sister-in-law said that she lost contact with Carly after hearing Carly scream. Then when the cops arrived on the scene, there was no sign of Carly or the child. The only things that were there was her purse, a phone, and a wig. On July the 15th, Carly arrived home on foot at 10.45 p.m., literally after missing for nearly 49 hours. Now, Carly claimed that there was a man that walked out of the woods and said he was checking on the child. And she said that the male had orange hair and a bald spot in the middle of his head. Then she said she was forced in a car and blindfolded and was taken to a house where she was forced to undress. Carly also claimed that her abductors took pictures of her, but do not remember having any physical or sexual contact with her abductors. She also said after being taken back to the vehicle, she was able to escape, running back through the woods before getting home. When she returned home, she was taken to the hospital where she was treated and then released. Now, cops have found on Carly Internet Activity that she has searched Do You Have to Pay for Amber Alert? The Movie Taken, How to Take Money from a Register Without Being Caught, and a bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville with the departure date being July the 13th, which is the day that she faked her on missing. Investigators said that Carly was the only one that made a 911 call about a missing child, and there were no reports on a missing child. And her parents also had an interview on NBC, and her mother, Thalitha Robinson Russell, has said that Carly has been adopted and that she fought for her life physically and mentally. Now, I will say this about um, her parents, which in the interview, her dad was actually quiet. He was just sitting there quiet. And her mom, I think her mom is definitely in denial. But her dad, I think it hit him like, no, our daughter lied. But I think anytime as a parent, when your kid lies about something like that, you don't want to believe that because... It's embarrassing, I think, for any parent when your child lies about being kidnapped. Like, sometimes when your kid do stuff as a parent, sometimes parents blame themselves. And they think to themselves, like, okay, where did I go wrong as a parent? Why would my kid do something like this? So, I definitely think that her parents... In front of the cameras, yes, of course, they're going to lie and back their daughter up because Carly is getting a lot of backlash, which I'm not upset about because 
she did lie. I think her parents, they are just trying to, you know, support her in front of the camera. But behind closed doors, I'm pretty sure her parents are definitely talking to her and like, okay, Carly, why did you do this? I'm pretty sure they definitely corrected her and, you know, just sit down and talk to her as her parents. Now, Carly has confessed and she did say that she staged her own kidnapping and she also turned herself in with making false reports. She is being charged with falsely reporting to law enforcement, falsely reporting the incident, both misdemeanors. She can face up to a maximum of one year in jail and a fine of $6,000 if convicted. She has also apologized to the community for her actions, but still has not said where she was during those 49 hours of missing. Now, Carly Russell is a black woman that faked her own kidnapping. And so this is a really big issue for the black community because there are a lot of black families out here that loved ones are missing and law enforcement fail to help black families find their loved ones because they immediately label people of color that are missing as runaways and they take their precious time investigating or they just don't look for them at all. While on the other hand, when it's a white woman or a white child that's missing, they are treated with urgency. You have white women that are missing. You see their faces on the billboards. The cops are out there actually looking for them. But people of color do not get the same treatment. And a co-founder of Black and Missing Foundation, Derricka Wilson, has said that there's nearly 6,000 cases of missing black people in her database, and most of them are unresolved. Many of the black people that are missing is due to domestic violence, human trafficking, and mental health incidents. When asked if Carly Russell case could affect searches for missing women of color in the future, the police chief said, we investigate every crime to the fullest just like we did this one. But in my opinion, I felt like he really didn't answer the question. And I felt like the only reason why this case was reported was because they knew she was lying. I feel like that is the only reason why they reported this because they knew she was lying because they also offered a $25,000 reward. I'm like, well, why would they do that if they knew she was lying? Because there were no reports of a missing child. So I definitely feel like law enforcement did that on purpose because they wanted to make her look bad. I think that's why they did it. And honestly, when I very first heard about Carly Russell, I didn't exactly hear the story. I just saw a picture of her on YouTube and they were just saying, you know, she's missing after finding a kid. And I was like, oh, you know, I hope, you know, they find her. 
But I was really just disappointed when I heard from my sister that she lied. I said, are you serious right now? Like, it's just very upsetting and also embarrassing, to be honest, when people lie about being kidnapped because there are actually people out here that are suffering and there's a lot of people you know that probably didn't exactly read on the story like myself and so I'm automatically you know supporting her and also like the other people in this world that were supporting her and just to find out that it was a lie that's very hurtful because after hearing her story actually listening I realized yeah she most definitely lied because it don't add up because she said that the man with the orange hair he forced her into a car and blindfolded her and taken her to a house where she was forced to undress and there was also she said a lady that was there as well and she claimed that you know they took pictures of her but to me, how did you know they took pictures of you unless you heard, you know, when you take a picture and they have the sound on and they actually make that click noise. But also, she said that she don't remember any physical or sexual contact with her abductors. That don't make sense to me because a lot of times when people get kidnapped, they are raped. That's all I said. That don't make sense. These people are raped a lot of times. And then when she said after being taken back to the vehicle, she was able to escape. But I'm confused on how was she able to escape. That's what don't make sense to me. It's just her story. It don't add up like... After they supposedly took her back to the car, where were they going to take her? And then on top of that, where was the car in the beginning? Was it behind the woods? Like, that's why I said it, it don't make sense to me. Her story definitely didn't add up. But I just don't understand why she did it. Like, she was in nursing school. She could have had it all. She could have been a nurse. She could have been making money, you know, can help you maintain the lifestyle you want. And she also got fired from her job as well. You know, you definitely not going to become a nurse anymore because of the simple fact no one is going to want to hire you. With this being on her record, it shows that you're not trustworthy. So no one is going to want to hire you. So she automatically lost the opportunity of becoming a nurse. And also, I don't know if she had any scholarships or maybe she didn't for nursing school. I don't know how I was getting paid, but she just got into all this debt for nothing because you can literally kiss nursing school goodbye, honey. It's over for her. And I'm just like, why in the world would she do that? You was literally going to have it all. With the inflation, everything high, 
she was going to have her career that was going to be able to help her, you know, buy a house or get a new car. Now, she's looking to spend one year in jail, which that will be over with before you know it. But still, after that, what is she going to do? I have no idea. But she can kiss nursing school goodbye because they're not going to want her. No hospital is going to want to hire her. So I don't know exactly what she was thinking. But I felt like she should have definitely thought about this before doing it. Like, look at the life you have right now and think about the consequences of your actions. She had to realize that they was going to find out she was lying. Because anytime when you say that, oh, you've been kidnapped, well, you already know officers are going to want a description of the abductors. They are going to want to know exactly what happened. So I don't know what she was thinking, but if she wanted attention, girl, you could have became a Instagram model, you could have became a YouTuber, a TikToker, I mean something. You could have did something besides this. This wasn't the way to go. And also with her mugshot, she was actually smiling at her mugshot. And I'm trying to figure out why she was smiling at her mugshot. I don't know if maybe her lawyer told her to do it so it can make it seem like, oh, like, you know, she's mentally ill. Because I know that some people in the comment section on YouTube were saying there's something mentally wrong with her. Y'all, this is not a mental illness. Like, that's not a mental illness when you fake your own kidnapping. It's not. It's just there are some people out here that are attention seekers and it's sad to say but it's true there's nothing mentally wrong with her she just wanted attention and I know some people are really upset with the fact that she's only given a year now some people feel like she should have gotten more time for it some people are saying that she should have got the same time as Sherry Papini. Um, that is also a woman that lied and faked her on kidnapping. Now, why did she do it? I have no idea. I don't know if maybe she was sick and tired of being a wife. Maybe she just wanted to get away from it all. Or maybe she just wanted attention. But Sherry Pugnini actually faked her on kidnapping back in 2016. So she went out for a jog like she normally do. And she had two kids with her husband. And she was supposed to pick them up from daycare. When her husband got home, he said she wasn't there, neither was the kids, and that's unusual. So he called the daycare, and they told him that 
his kids were still here. You know, she didn't come pick the kids up. So he decided to call 911 because he's thinking she's missing. Now, she was actually missing for three weeks. And her story was that she was abducted and tortured by Hispanic women, two of them who kept her chain in a closet and held her at gunpoint and branded her with a heated tool. She also said that they told her that she was going to be sold to a man. And come to find out that this is all a lie. So she was actually with her ex-boyfriend in his home literally just watching the news keeping up with her story and he even said that she was hitting herself she literally cut her own hair and that she asked him to brand her with the tool and he thought that maybe she was going to leave her husband because she told him that her husband was abusive you know she didn't love being in that house and so to me honestly um I think she did it because she didn't want to be with her husband I think that's what it was because they have said that they have had infidelity issues in their marriage so I feel like that's probably what it was she didn't want to be with her husband anymore I don't think she really did it for attention in my opinion I could be wrong but I think she wanted out of the marriage I think she kind of just wanted to get away and instead of just saying that, she decided to come up with this. But I feel sorry for the husband because anytime when your partner um, goes missing, officers automatically look at you like, okay, did you kill your wife? They automatically ask them that. And I'm like, to me, the fact that she faked her on kidnapping was just wrong because anytime when you go missing they automatically look at the partner and he actually filed for a divorce too which I don't blame him because I would have divorced her myself and he actually has custody of their children but she received 18 months in uh prison and i think some people you know they were upset about carly only getting a year and they felt like you know she should have got the same time as sherry did but i actually can understand why um carly did not receive as much time as she did because of the simple fact that Carly, yes, she faked her own kidnapping, but um, I think because in fact it was, you know, she was only gone for like near like 49 hours, where Sherry, this one was gone for three weeks. And she also 
received victim compensation funds more than $30,000. Carla didn't receive that. So I think that is also one reason why she, you know, received more time. I think because of the simple fact, you know, she was gone for three weeks. You know, they investigated this story and they, you know, they were looking into this for um, a, a few years, actually. Um, this happened back in 2016, like I said earlier. But they didn't really have a lead until 2020. So I think the reason why she got 18 months was because of some fact that she also did receive money from the state. Carly didn't. So I feel like that's probably why she received a little bit more time. Now, me personally, I think a year and 18 months, that goes by fast. I don't think me personally, um, that is long enough for anybody that has faked their own kidnapping. A year goes by like that. So to me, I'm really trying to figure out after that year, did you really learn from this? I feel like when people fake their own kidnapping, I don't know the minimum or maximum of time you get, but I do feel like it should be more than a year. I will say that. So y'all can let me know in the comment section if you think Carly should have gotten more time, do you think Carly and Sherry got enough time to learn their lesson? And what do you think the maximum of time someone should get if they fake their own kidnapping? So that wraps it up for today. My next episode, I'll be talking about Killer Sally the bodybuilder that murdered her own husband. So thank you all for tuning in and I hope you all have a lovely day.